Welcome to the Heal and Expand podcast. I'm your host, Yaro K. Buchans, clinically trained therapist, healing artist, and leadership mentor. In my world, healing is the gateway to expansion and your personal power is gold. Join me on a journey through the holy trinity of healing, psychological, spiritual, and somatic, using a combination of storytelling, psychoeducation, and ancient wisdom, we will excavate and explore what it means and how to heal and expand. Thank you for being here. Hello, how are we? I have journeyed long and far between last podcast and this podcast. I am home. I am grounded. I am landed. I had an interesting experience this past weekend. I went out to the river house that my family has, and we spent Father's Day out there with my mom and my two stepbrothers and my stepfather. We lost power for about 24 hours, which meant we lost all access to internet and everything and social media. And it was exactly what I needed and didn't realize I needed. And I will absolutely be looking at my own discipline with my phone, with the ways that I am checking my apps and engaging with my apps. So follow along on the journey on Instagram. I will definitely be sharing about it over there. And yeah, so let's land. We are going to talk about what it really means to rewire your nervous system today, because this is something I have been thinking about a lot as I am expanding in my life. I just returned from Paris about two weeks ago. Was it two weeks ago? No, it was a week ago. Whew, my brain. (laughs) A week ago. And in Paris, it, it was such a magical experience. And I also deepened my leadership and have risen in my standards, in my boundaries, in the ways that I'm viewing my business. And it started to get me really thinking about what rewiring my nervous system means to me right now versus what it meant to me when I first uncovered that I needed to rewire my nervous system. So if you listen to this podcast regularly, you know that I found my spiritual self on the dance floor of a rave when I was 19 years old. That was when I really knew that connection is everything and everything is connected and that we are spiritual beings and we are having this human experience. And I I literally felt in my being, in my body, like I knew everything. Like obviously I don't know everything and it felt like my soul knows everything, right? Like it felt like, oh, I understand. Like this clicks, this all makes sense. And as a human, we are meant to get curious, to go on a journey, to learn what it means to be open and vulnerable and loving and to learn lessons and to know what it is to let go and to grieve. And so my human journey has been wrought with suffering. And that is the nature of being a spiritual being, having a human experience is that your spiritual being will know, will feel, will intuit. And our human selves really holds on and has to learn the lessons, has to learn to let go, has to learn to be with all things, has to learn to be in the unknown. When we resist those lessons, we stay stuck and we suffer. And so knowing that at 19 years old, I went into the world and admittedly, my ego was very activated because those were my defenses and it was, it felt threatening to get curious. It felt threatening to get curious. And so I would hold on to what I knew and I'm using air quotes and didn't allow myself to fully surrender to the process. 
And I went through a lot of years that way. And I didn't totally know that I was doing that. I know in retrospect, at the time, it just felt natural. It felt like, you know, I knew a certain way of being and my defenses of judgment, of comparison, of overthinking, overanalyzing, ruminating, those were all defenses that were keeping me safe. And because I am such a highly intellectual human, I was able to intellectualize my way around anything. And so as I traveled along my journey, that was a deep breath, so I don't know if it sounded loud in the microphone, it may have. As I traveled along my journey and I was meditating and doing yoga and acupuncture and therapy and really dedicated to my healing journey. I was also writing fiction. I was processing so much darkness through my being, through my body, in my fiction writing. And then I went to grad school and I got my master's in counseling and depth psychology. And when I got out of grad school, I did this program called Ben Chen Course, and it was The Art of the Radiant Woman, and she had us write our vision, and she had us doing meditations and chants. And I committed on day one, which was October 2nd, 2019, that I was going to do these Kriyas every single day for a 1,000 days. And somewhere around – now, mind you, we were in the pandemic also, so I was in my apartment in New York City and I was chanting and meditating every single day and I had this download in order to receive you have to feel safe to receive and this sent me down my nervous system journey because at the time I was so confused because I thought I have done so much healing I have graduated from grad school I know what I want to do with my life why am I struggling so hard to see my vision like I couldn't actually see it and there were things I knew I wanted and I knew what I wanted to do and I was really struggling to see my vision. And so I had to start small and then, and I'm going to get back to that. And I've, I've spoken about this on the, this podcast before. So when I had that download, in order to receive, you have to feel safe to receive. I really realized that I couldn't see my vision because it didn't feel safe for me to see my vision. That was really what it was coming down to. I couldn't even see it because I didn't feel safe to see it. And I didn't feel safe to receive it if I didn't feel safe to see it. And this sent me into nervous system healing and it really just came through me. It's such an interesting thing because nervous system healing has become the new black in the last few years. But when I first uncovered this, it wasn't on my radar. It wasn't really in the field of the world. I hadn't even ever heard of Deb Dana or polyvagal theory. I just had this download of, I need to feel safe. This is about my nervous system feeling safe. And I remember in 2011 doing an anatomy workshop for yoga, being a yoga teacher. And the guy was speaking about how our spines have not fully evolved for the way that we are standing creatures and we walk. Like That's why we will all have some sort of curvature of our spine, um, some sort of scoliosis, because we haven't fully evolved from being on all fours to standing on two feet. And I remember thinking in that workshop in 2011, this applies to our emotions. 
because we don't feel safe to be vulnerable. So we're in the street and someone cuts us off in traffic or someone cuts us off on the sidewalk or someone actually bump, accidentally bumps into us and we go into this fight or flight, this trauma response. And I remember thinking in that workshop in 2011, oh, we are wired for survival. And of course, because at that time my ego was so activated, I immediately went to some guy who I had a crush on and was thinking or like had some relationship whatever with. And I was thinking about his inability to be fully vulnerable and how that felt threatening to him. Totally bypassing my own shit in that moment, like where my defenses were activated, where my maladaptive coping mechanisms were wired for survival. It's just it's just comical to think back on sweet younger in her 30s Yarrow who was really just an activated child just seeking saving. So we love her. She is a precious, precious, precious dear, sweet little girl. So, uh, and I mean that fully. I know I sound sarcastic, but I truly have such like, it just, it makes me smile and like I can laugh at myself in the most authentic and genuine way, genuine way just like, oh yeah, like there was just so much seeking saving and so much avoidance unconsciously of my own stuff. And so when we look at rewiring the nervous system, we have to rewire out of scarcity and survival. So our nervous systems are always going to be wired for survival. That's just the nature of what we are as humans, like as beings on this planet, we, we're wired for survival. This is a good thing when it needs to be activated. The issue is we all have unprocessed trauma, be that ancestral, karmic, spiritual, childhood trauma, it all lives in our body, in our cells, in our being, in our field, in our energetic vibration. And in order to shift this, we have to rewire our nervous systems back to safety in the present moment. Trauma disconnects you from the present moment. And so when you're not connected to the present moment, you are living through your survival mechanisms. Maybe it's hypervigilance, maybe it's shutdown, maybe it's freeze, whatever it is, however it shows up for you. And so we have to rewire our nervous systems back to safety, which will ask us to process all of our trauma, childhood, karmic, spiritual, ancestral. And something I have really been reflecting on is that this happens in layers. So back to when I first uncovered this. So when I first uncovered this, I actually was coincidentally entering Dr. Gabor Mate's Compassionate Inquiry program. And that program was all about processing your trauma. And I didn't realize I had so much childhood trauma to process. And it was in that program where I met Tiny Yarrow. Two years old, so freaking cute. I know I've told this story before on this podcast. And I was unconsciously shaming her. If you, I'll just remind you of the story because if you haven't heard the episode. So I was in a session with one of my cohort members. We were processing with each other. And so she was acting as the therapist for me. And she guided me into my body to Tiny Yarrow. And she said, where is she? And I was like, oh, she's on this left side in my lower abdomen, which is where I my trauma gets activated. Like sometimes it feels like a gushing, bleeding wound. And she said, what does she need? Or what does she look like? And I said, oh, she's like grasping hands up, like wanting to be held. 
And she said, what do you want to say to her? And I said, I want to say, shut the fuck up, you needy little bitch. And I gra- I clasped my hands over my mouth and I was like, oh my goodness, I have been shaming tiny me for my entire life. And in that moment, I could really see all of the millions of ways this had shown up. Like in that moment, it was instantaneous. I was able to see it. And that's why I laughed previously when I speak about myself, you know, going to the guy who I had this connection with instead of looking at myself because that was how I was seeking saving. And it was unconscious. I knew I wanted to be fully sovereign in my being. I knew I didn't want to make choices based on what guy I had a connection with or whatever. But I, my trauma was activated. That abandonment wound within me was so activated and I have a pretty deep abandonment wound. Now, in that moment, I really developed a relationship with Tiny Yarrow and it has transformed everything in my life. And it was something that I unconsciously bypassed being such a spiritual being from such a young age. I didn't realize I was unconsciously bypassing, processing my trauma, my very human trauma. And I believe that our childhood trauma is simply a, a constellation of our karmic ancestral and spiritual trauma and generational trauma. I think it all constellates there because this lifetime is when we get to heal those specific traumas. So whatever they might be, I have a very deep abandonment wound. It feels like I might die, not currently, but it used to feel like I might die when it was activated. And so at the time that I first uncovered this and I met Tiny Yarrow and I was really working with the nervous system and recognizing, because here's the irony, I had been working with addictive behaviors for like 10 years and I had been working it with my yoga clients, with it, it with my yoga clients in my healing workshops that I used to run in New York City. I would talk about addictive behaviors. I would talk about how they protected us from pain. What I didn't realize is that they were the way that the nervous system knows safety and your nervous system knows safety through what is repetitive. So any habit, any behavior that is repetitive is how your nervous system knows safety. And so it will reach for whatever that is, be it obsessing, ruminating, judging, alcohol, marijuana, heroin, Netflix binging, social media watching, porn, whatever that is, that's what your nervous system knows. Oh, I am safe if I reach for that. It's our survival mechanisms. And I didn't realize that that was the nervous system that did that, even though I'd been working with addictive behaviors for so long. And so as I started to connect to Tiny Yarrow and really process that deep pain and that deep shame and that the deep fear of being abandoned, I was able to release the sneaky maladaptive coping mechanisms. So I had already released so many. OCD was gone. Anxiety was gone. Netflix binging was gone. Alcohol. I was a teenage alcoholic. I let go of that one very early. What I couldn't let go of were the sneaky and subtle ones. The subtle obsessing, the overanalyzing, the needing to know, the subtle control. Subtle control is like such a big one for most of us. Because when we are creating anything in our lives. We need to feel safe to be in the unknown. If we don't feel safe to be in the unknown, we are trying to dictate and control the universe. Now, energetically, I believe we can create anything we want to create in our lives. And we have to be able to let go and trust the process because when we're controlling it, we might create some pretty amazing things. However, we will get to the end of that creation and we will still feel 
rigid, disconnected, controlling. We won't be able to fully surrender and drop into beingness, which is what I want to create for every human on this planet. So as I realized I had to process my childhood trauma and I had to heal my nervous system, and this had to be done in relationship. I could not do this alone. I needed to be held and seen and gently challenged on my perspectives. And to do this, you will have to risk losing your attachment relationships because as you start to change and release the coping mechanisms, you will shift the way you relate to the world. And so what I started to realize is that when I wasn't obsessing, when I wasn't ruminating, when I wasn't relating through fear and scarcity, I didn't know how to relate to most of the people in my life any longer. And that felt really scary. And so this is what I, when I'm talking about what do I mean about rewiring your nervous system, our nervous systems have to be rewired in relationship. And the more we expand, the more we have to be around other people who are expanding because our nervous system will always reach for what is safe. And so if you don't feel safe to expand beyond your people in your life, you will stay stuck and small because you will be afraid that if you shift the way that you're relating to the world too much, you might lose your people. And so then you get to decide if you're going to choose attachment or authenticity. And this is Dr. Gabor Mate's theory. He says, we choose attachment in childhood because we don't feel safe to choose authenticity. And then we continue to do that our entire lives until we are actually relating to the world as someone who we actually are not. And this is true. We are attachment-based creatures. We know survival based on our attachment relationships because once upon a time, if we were rejected from the tribe, we would actually die. Either we would be kicked out and we would die in the woods or we would actually be killed. And that lives in your cells. It lives in your being. You actually believe, not maybe not consciously, that if you're kicked out of the tribe, if you're not accepted by whoever your tribe is, then you will not survive. And so healing your nervous system, rewiring your nervous system to abundance and expansion will ask you, to stand in your own sovereignty away from what other people believe. And that will feel so freaking scary to your nervous system that it will want to grasp back on. So this is going to happen in layers. And I can speak with such certainty on this around my own process because as I was healing my inner child and my nervous system, I was able to peek through and see certain ways of being in the world. I could feel calmer, more peaceful. I had much more belief in my ability to create abundance. And then I would heal to that point and it would start to open up a little bit more. And then I would heal that to that point and it would open up a little bit more. And I'm going to use Paris as an example. So last year, I feel like it was in May, April that my business mentor, Katie, asked me if I wanted to go to Paris to do a VIP day with her. Now, I had never been to Europe. I live in way northern California, so five hours north of San Francisco. And when she first asked me, my immediate thought was, who does she think I am? I live so far away from Paris. I'm going to go there and meet with her for one day and spend thousands of dollars on this. Like, I can't do that. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. It just kept gnawing at me. And the more it gnawed at me, the more I knew I have to do this. 
And so I decided that I was going to do it. And I told her and I made the plans and I scheduled the trip and I decided to go and I went for five days, which was crazy. It was like a whirlwind trip and it was transformative. It changed my life. And so then this year when she put out her Paris VIP days, I thought, oh, I'm definitely going. And then I was was laying in bed because apparently all good things happen in my life while lying in bed. (laughs) That could go many directions. I was laughing and I was like, I have to do, I have to lead VIP days this year. And I just felt so light and so free in deciding to do that, that I just put them out, offered them because I was going either way. It didn't really matter if I sold them or not. And I, three of my amazing clients jumped in, two of them immediately, one of them a couple months later, and we had the most magical experience and it deepened my leadership. Now, the reason I share this in regards to rewiring my nervous system is that this is not something I would have thought was even possible two years ago, even a year and a half ago. And so the more you rewire to safety, the more you are able to see potential and possibility. And what happens in our world is that we are all collectively across the board, no one is exempt from this, wired for survival and scarcity. And so just take a moment to think about how this shows up in your life. Where is the subtle control, the subtle perfectionism, the comparing, the judging, the negative thinking, the getting caught up in the fear of the news, of the world? Now, I'm not saying those things aren't happening, but what I am saying is that those things are happening because we are a a culture, a country, a world, not just our country, it's the whole of the world that is wired for scarcity and survival And we have unprocessed trauma, addictive behaviors, and activated inner children running around inside wreaking havoc on the world. Just take a moment and imagine what the world would be like if everyone healed their nervous system back to safety and connection and joy and abundance. And just take a breath with that. It is the most powerful way to live. You heal physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually when you do this kind of healing. And it happens in layers. So first, you might just peek through to possibility and then more and then more and then more until your mind is like, there is no limit to what I can create. And you still have to feel safe to be in the unknown of that. And you have to feel safe to let go of the old ways of being to step into the new. And this is the exciting and the terrifying part. I am at a space right like that right now in my own life, in my own business, in many areas where I want to live. I'm calling in a partner, how I want my business to look and feel. Everything is changing. And that will, again, trigger your survival mechanisms. And so that's why I'm talking about it happening in layers because I've now hit a new point where I'm like, all right, and I'm shaking a little bit as I say this and feeling a little bit emotional. I have new boundaries to set. I have new standards to set. There are new frameworks that I want to put together. I am expanding in new ways. I'm about to drop the most exciting offer of my life. And I cannot wait. Well, two of them. One of them. Yeah, two of them. Um, I'm just 
thinking them out in my head and I cannot wait to share them with you. And they are also the levels of expansion that I never would have thought was possible two years ago. So the more you heal, the more you rewire your nervous system to safety. And you have to do this in relationship. Like I need my business mentor with me. I need people in my life, like friends that I have made it at, as this current iteration of myself. I need people in my life who help me hold this frequency, who help me hold this vision, because otherwise we get scared and we get uh, rigid and we start to try to control because we feel very alone. We need to feel held, seen, heard, and gently challenged. And that gently challenged part is key because otherwise we will stay stuck and hold on to our pain, to our trauma, to our healing. We will maintain this victim mentality in our lives. Now, I want to be very sensitive. It's not to say that you weren't a victim at one time, but you get to choose how you relate to that. And you need to feel seen, held, and heard in order to be able to choose how you relate to that. And then after you're seen, held, and heard, you get gently challenged because it activates you into your next level of expansion. I trigger almost all of my clients at one point or another. And that trigger is actually an activation. And what I'm learning about myself as a 3-5 projector in human design is that as a five line, I'm a trigger. As a projector, I'm a trigger. So I am going to get projected on. I am going to trigger people. And I have to be able to learn to hold that. And the more I can hold that, the more I can effectively help other people shift in their lives. Because just take a minute and think about the world. We all need to shift. We are all relating on some level to our addictive behaviors, to our maladaptive coping mechanisms, to our defenses against intimacy, to really getting close to the people in our lives and close to ourselves. What does your relationship look like with yourself? How able are you to be with you? And that is when you rewire your nervous system, you are able to be with you. Because what's happening is when you haven't rewired your nervous system, when you're still living through that trauma response, you are still reaching for external saving in all the things. And you are avoiding being with the parts of yourself that do not appear favorable to you. So you've rejected parts of you. And so this process is bringing forward all parts of you. Like I had to bring forward tiny Yarrow, who I just thought was so unbelievably needy. And I had to hold her and see her and attune to her and meet her needs. I had to do this as my adult self so that she feels safe and I'm no longer seeking external saving. And we all have to do this in some way. We all have to heal those parts of ourselves that are seeking saving away from ourselves and to bring all parts of us forward so that we can see them and hold them and love them. And then we can step into being our most powerful selves as the leaders in our lives. And here's the thing. None of us are leaders on our own. We need other humans to be leaders. We need support. We need expansion. We need activation. None of us gets here on our own. No leader, no one ever gets there on their own. And we have this mentality that we have to be self-led and that we have to do it on our own. And there's this really like just dysfunctional relationship to that. Being held is a superpower. Allowing yourself to drop into intimacy and to be held is a superpower. Allowing yourself to be seen and heard and held and challenged on your 
thinking patterns to be able to stop and get curious around them rather than rigidly holding on, rigidly holding on tight and getting defensive is a superpower. And I can speak from experience here because I am someone who used to get very defensive when I wasn't right. And now I will literally voxer my business mentor and say, hey, this is what I'm is coming up for me. Do you see any sneaky energy in here? Because we all need that. We are so sneaky. We are so delusional. We can convince ourselves of anything. And all that does is keep us stuck. And so when we're able to soften, when we're able to truly get radically honest about what's happening for us and we're able to just be curious rather than feel like we have to protect ourselves in some way or another, it's the most powerful place to be. When we can actually get curious and we can actually look at how we create our lives, how we are powerful creators, and that we have to rewire our nervous systems so that we can shift our energetic vibration. There are so many mindset coaches. There are so many energetics coaches. And the reality is, is that until you actually rewire your nervous system, somewhere in your body, in your being, you will be holding on. And maybe it will show up physically, maybe emotionally, maybe mentally, maybe spiritually, but no one is exempt from this. When you rewire your nervous system, you feel safe to just be, and then you're free. And as I was saying, it happens in layers. And as you start to really shift at a cellular level, you start to shift your DNA, you start to shift fully how you relate to the world, you no longer even think the same thoughts. Like I am in tears sometimes because I feel so free. I don't have that subtle obsessing and anxiety and needing to know and grasping on and seeking external saving. It no longer exists for me. That can... That brings me chills and tears just thinking about it in this moment. Like I no longer even have those thoughts. I never thought that was possible. And as I've come to this place of no longer having those thoughts, I'm able to create an entirely new set of beliefs. And you have to remember this stuff is ancestral. It's generational. It's karmic. And I have the gift that my mom and I can talk about this openly and we can rewire together. And that is so beautiful. And I have had to lead there in a lot of different ways. And that's the beauty of generational healing. I get to lead. And when I decide to lead, when I feel safe enough to be held so that I can lead, I can shift my entire world and I can shift my relationships along with it. And here's the key to this. This doesn't mean that all of my relationships will come with me on this journey. When I decide to rewire, when I decide to relate to the world through abundance and expansion, some people may not be ready for that journey. Some people may still want to hold on to or don't feel safe to let go of the ways that they've been relating to the world. And I have such empathy for that because I've been there. I've been on the other side where I've lost friends because I was too stuck in my pain and it just became not fun to be around. And now I've been on the other side where I just want to keep expanding and shifting and transforming and relating to the world through such joy and connection and abundance and possibility. And that's the exciting part. And it feels terrifying with each layer we shed and each level we shift. And feeling safe enough 
to connect to authentically what is right for you is the most powerful thing you can ever do in your life. And this is why I created the Art of Connecting and Expanding 90-Day Group Healing Program. Because when you rewire your nervous system in relationship with other people who are healing and expanding as well, you feel safe to create your life, to create your vision. You feel safe to be seen, to receive, to just be and expand. And everything will come back to feeling safe to be seen by yourself and by others. Because if you are compartmentalizing and hiding parts of you, then parts of you will not be in alignment with each other and you will not be able to expand. You have to create safety in all parts of you, meaning showing all parts of you that all of you are safe to be here, healing and processing the pain that needs to be processed so that you actually feel safe to be present in your life and you're not living through that old survival wiring. And if you really think about the trajectory of humanity, there is no fault. There is no blame. This is just how we have known safety through survival because we've had to, because we, we come from a very violent history. And so healing and shifting that takes so much radical honesty and so much current present moment safety in the body, in your being, and allowing yourself to just be held, be seen, be gently challenged and learn to relate to your present moment differently. It's literally everything. Like I feel safe to just be. I feel safe to connect. I feel safe that I have released my addictive behaviors and mal maladaptive coping mechanisms. And when they come up, like I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, my relationship with my social media apps on, on my phone, I can relate to them differently. I can choose how I want to relate to my life. It no longer has such control over me that I don't get to be the one who leads. And this is true of my business. This is true of my relationships. I no longer sit back and become a victim to things. I lead first. And along the way, I need to be held and seen and validated and challenged because we all do. And that is the beauty of being a human, creating that deep connection with yourself, with others, with the world, so that you can expand into your juiciest vision for your life. And we cannot do that when we do not feel safe to release those patternings and shift into new ways of relating to the world. So if this calls for two, my next group healing program, The Art of Connecting and Expanding, begins on Thursday. A very limited space left. Very limited. Maybe one or two spots. So apply. DM me. Send me a carrier pigeon. Probably not. Maybe email me. Reach out to me quickly so that we can connect about the program. I am so unbelievably, blah, 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 so unbelievably excited about this round, about all the rounds. This is it. I am a 3-5 in human design, like I said, and I'm a projector. As a 3-5, I am meant to learn through trial and error and then lead you through to a faster route than I took. And that for me is through healing. I have literally been through all the things of healing to have refined and created, and that's where the projector comes in. We are systems-based. We are meant to see the best way and to create it. And so I have learned through the trial of, of error of healing I'm now leading through my five line and have created a method as a projector. And this is the way. Because I know that the way is through coming back to being with you. And we have to create safety 
to be with ourselves because there are so many subtle ways we hold on. What this work is, is really full spiritual transformation for you to be so safe being in the present moment and being with all that is. And that means you can be with pain, you can be with grief, and you don't make it mean too much. It's the natural ebb and flow of life. And when you feel that safe, when you feel that sovereign, when you feel that free, when you feel that powerful, you feel safe to just be with all things. And there literally is no greater gift than that. And this method will guide you there. So apply at the link in the show notes. DM me if you have questions on Instagram at the ROK or at the Heal and Expand podcast. Thank you all so much for being here. I'm so excited for the things I have coming for you in the next couple of weeks. Uh, Also, I should note, if you are a coach, healer, therapist, or any human who wants to learn this healing method, you have to go through the Art of Connecting and Expanding 90-Day Group Healing Program before you do my healing method program, which is going to launch launch in January. So I have this round. I have one more round this year. If you want to learn this method, you have to do the art of connecting and expanding beforehand. So jump in now. Let me know if you have questions. I love you all so much and I will talk to you soon. If you love this episode and want to share it with the world, screenshot, post, and tag me on Instagram. The more you share it, the more people receive it, the more people heal, and the more people who expand. And if you want to get notified of the next episode, go ahead and subscribe so you never miss a chapter. Thank you for healing and expanding with me. Take time to come home to yourself always. And if you have questions about deepening into this work in my world, please do not hesitate to reach out. You can DM me on Instagram. You can send me an email. You can send me a carrier pigeon if you can find one. Thank you so much again for being here. And I will see you all soon, dear ones.